Hello, welcome to Petty's Pod. Got a great show for you guys coming up today. Strictly NBA. Um, we got another guest coming on the pod today. Uh, so hope you guys stay tuned in uh, and are ready for a great show. Let's go to Grant Feldman once again. All right, welcome back. I'm here with Theo Franzen in the in the studio today. Theo, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Yeah, so let's get straight into it. Um, first topic we have coming up is NBA rookies. Um, we're going to be going over our NBA awards today mostly, uh, strictly NBA. If you want to listen to our uh, picks for the divisional round in the NFL, uh, we just put out a pod on Monday about that. So let's get into our first NBA award, uh, midseason rookie of the year. Um, I have three players for you, Theo. Tell me if you disagree. Scotty Barnes at number three. Franz Wagner, number two, and Evan Mobley, number one. Do you disagree with that? Would you put anyone else in it, or do you kind of agree? Um, I mainly agree with that. I might want to add Cade Cunningham, but um, I agree with Franz Wagner at the two and Evan Mobley at the one, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I, there's not much debate in rookies. They're all having, I mean, the rookies this year are pretty uh, pretty good. They're all kind of similar. Cade Cunningham, for example, he's, he's averaging... Uh, He's averaging 15.4 points per game. Um, he's second in scoring behind Franz Wagner, who is uh, averaging 15.6. Um, Scotty Barnes also on the Raptors, averaging 14.4 with three rebounds or three assists and uh, some steals. Evan Mobley and uh, Scotty Barnes have uh, really showed great defense, and which is why uh, They've they've skyrocketed to the top of this list. Um, I don't think anyone expected Scotty Barnes. I think people expected Evan Mobley yeah, being a top definitely. five draft pick. Also, Franz Wagner top scored, uh, which is pretty shocking. But all right, so we both have Evan Mobley at number one. Uh, we both think he should be winning Rookie of the Year this year. Theo, how, what do you think about Evan Mobley? Do you think he's like a one year player? Or do you think he'd be a great player for the Cavs in the future? Um, I think he, he's going to be a great player for the Cavs in the future. Um, he's really reliable for the Cavs, um, especially because the Cavs have such like a like a young core team, and I think that they'll be good in the future with him uh, for that reason because they're so young, and he still has um, room to like expand and become a better player. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think Franz Wagner this year. Uh, I still think the Warriors should have picked him instead of uh, Kaminga at eight. He's still on the board because I think he would fit well with their offense. Um, at, at coming off the bench or starting uh, with Clay out and playing Wiggins at the two, and but Clay's back now, so I think he'd be a great player for them off the bench. I mean, he's averaging the most points of any rookie. He's played well. No one really expected. I didn't. I'm a Michigan fan. I didn't expect him to be this good coming out of college. But yeah, th- those are our rookie picks. So yeah. All right. Next award up, uh, Coach of the Year. Uh, my three for you, Theo, are. Steve Kerr, Billy Donovan, and Taylor Jenkins. Not in that order, but do you agree or disagree? I definitely agree with um, with Steve Kerr and the other two um, because both of their teams are really high up in the standings, and that's and that's um, partially based off their coaching. So um, another another thing that I would like to add would be Steve Kerr and how um, nobody or I don't think a lot of people thought that the Warriors would have such a big come up this year, especially after their big titles a couple of years ago and KD leaving. So I think that Steve Kerr has done a great job on rebuilding the Warriors and 
especially especially now that Clay's back, I think that they're going to do have a great um, postseason. So, yeah, I agree. I think another thing about Steve Kerr is the the way that he he figured out this offense after kind of a lackluster um, in the last two years. He figured out the offense with Steph and Draymond uh, before Clay came back, and you see the Warriors now uh, losing a couple games. Steph isn't playing as well. I think that's due to the added part of Clay and people trying to force the ball to Clay Thompson. But Steve Kerr, I think I trust him to figure out figure that out. He's done it before. Um, they just need to get Steph right right now, and I think they'll be fine. As far as the other two, Billy Donovan and Taylor Jenkins, I mean, what can you say about Taylor Jenkins? Like John Morant's play, uh, John Morant's play has been outstanding, uh, and that's partially due to him. He like if John Morant goes on to have a, a Hall of Fame career, which it's it's looking like he will, Taylor Jenkins will be his first coach, and people will say. His play is due to Taylor Jenkins, and the Grizzlies are number three right now in the West, which is completely yeah. overachieving. Um, passing the Jazz, passing uh, teams like the Nuggets, Lakers. I mean, the Lakers aren't playing well, but uh, no one expected the Grizzlies to be the three seed um, this close to the All Star break. So yeah, I have Taylor Jenkins at number two for Coach of the Year, and then Billy Donovan. Same story. No one really expected the Bull- the Bulls to be this high, but Demar Derozan's play. The way he got DeMar DeRozan right, uh, DeMar DeRozan a strong candidate for maybe MVP and most improved. We'll talk about that later. But Billy Donovan has taken this this kind of average Bulls team on paper to to the number one team in the East, which is uh, overachieving. And yeah, Theo, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that Billy Donovan has definitely changed DeMar DeRozan a lot. Um, DeMar wasn't that good at the Spurs, especially after that big trade from the Raptors. So, um, and everyone thought that DeMar wasn't going to have a have a good season at the Bulls, and so I think that Bill, Bill Donovan has done a really good job changing DeMar. Yeah, and those are those are our picks for Coach of the Year. I mean, there are not many other candidates, I don't think. Maybe you can go uh, the Coach of the Suns. I'm forgetting his name, but uh, I, 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 would, I agree with those three. Um, yeah, those are our picks for Coach of the Year. All right, the next award that we're going to talk about is uh, Most Improved. I think that is uh, a really a really hot topic, uh, if you will. This year, a lot of players that you can put in this in this category, but the three that I've chosen are Jordan Poole, DeMar DeRozan, and Miles Bridges. Theo, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the one uh, player that I would take away would be Jordan Poole. And I would say that because it's only his third year in the NBA, so I guess you can't really, um, you can't really be most improved if it's only your third year because the whole league expects you to improve, especially... Um, those first like five years in the NBA to get like used to um, like the NBA standards so yeah yeah I, I agree with that it's a good point um, but the role he played at the end of last year and, and the beginning of this year without Clay what was significant to the Warriors success um, he, he's, he put up 30 point games 20 point games uh, with Clay out now he, he's kind of taking a back seat which is what he's supposed to do but uh I put him on this list because he, he the role he, he played for for Clay being out was so significant to the Warriors' success. And the other two, Miles Bridges, uh he he's been really good for the Hornets this season. Probably probably their best player other than Lamelo maybe. But uh he's been super consistent and that's why I would put yeah. him put him as number two on this list. And then DeMar, number three. The only reason I have him at three is because he wasn't bad last year. He was just on a irrelevant team. So, Theo, what do you think about DeMar at three for most improved? Um, I definitely think that he should be number one. And this is because um, 
last year, of course, he you're saying that he wasn't like around like the best team and the best players, but I think that most of his points come from like fadeaways and step backs and like he creates his own shots and that's for the Bulls too. So I think that he's just significant significantly gotten better um from last year to this year. And of course, I think that's partially because he he has better players around him and a, just a better team, so yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he he's carried the Bulls this year. Zach Levine out right now. I mean, he went for 30 last night. Um against the Cavs, who are a top team in the East. But uh, the reason I have him on this list is because he, he's carried the Bulls. I mean, without him, without his efficiency and scoring on the offensive end, and his defense, too, they're just the same team from last year. They have too many guards, and Zach Levine can't... And Zach Levine is not good enough to carry a team to, to at least the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, last year. Yeah, the Bulls The Bulls are also one of those teams who are overachieving, like we said, with Bill Don- Billy Donovan at, at Coach of the Year. But, um, yeah, DeMar, DeMar's uh, fine, I think. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that DeMar is number three and then Jordan Poole is one, or do you think Miles Bridges is one? Yeah, I think Jordan Poole is the most improved player. I think his leap from his rookie year, I mean, we won't, we won't talk about last year because he was good at the end of, at the end of last year, too. But his leap from coming into the league, just because it's his third year in the NBA, the jump from then, like, no one knew who he was. He, he was a late first-round pick. No one really expected the Warriors to pick them, to pick him. And the role that he's played, I think the Warriors, without him, if no one else fills that role well with Clay being out, I think they're sitting, they're sitting way lower in the, Eastern, in the, in the Western Conference uh, standings. Yeah, I mean, I guess two years ago the Warriors weren't doing so well. So I guess that's partially because Jordan Poole wasn't playing his game that he is playing now so and he also worked his way into this team like he, he was yeah. drafted three years ago his rookie year no one really like you you make a couple highlight threes but no one really knew who he was and then like pretty much all of last year he, he slowly developed a shot slowly developed a, a an NBA style game and that's what got him into this team and that's why he's coming off the bench now and filled the role for Clay Thompson so well in the first couple months of this year so yeah, I have Jordan Poole as my rookie of the year. Um, who are you putting as number one? Um, as I said earlier, I would put Demar at number one. Just his 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 major leap from the Spurs to the Bulls, and his, and he's averaging like high twenties, uh, in points. So, and that and that right there is like MVP type stuff. So, yeah, I would put Demar at number one. Yeah, I mean, there, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. Demar is obviously. Uh, he's first for guards in all-star voting for the, for the East. So you can't really argue with that. But, yeah, that's our picks for most improved player. All right, next one is, is the big, big award, uh, the, the MVP of the league, um, almost the all-star break, um, midway point of the season, MVP. I have five players for you, Theo. Um, this is my, this is my uh, order, one through five. I have Giannis at one for MVP, Katie number two, Jokic as number three, Embiid as number four, and Curry at five. Do you agree with that? Would you change the order? Would you add anyone to the list instead of another player? What do you think about that list? Um, I would not add anyone else. I think that that's a pretty good list, Tyler. Um, I would just rearrange the order for that. I would put Jokic at number one. I think that Jokic's stats are just crazy right now. I think he's averaging about like 26 points a game. And then it says seven assists and fourteen rebounds. That those are just crazy numbers. Um, if he's averaging a double double every game, 
Um, yeah, that's just beyond his expectations. Um, another thing is that Jokic carried the is carrying the the Denver Nuggets right now to a playoff spot. Um, I don't think that the that the Nuggets would be this good without Jokic. I think that I I don't even think that the Nuggets would be playoff contenders without Jokic. So I think that he's significant to their team. Um, other than that, I would just move everyone down one. So going Giannis at two, Katie at three, um, and beat at four and Curry at five. I think that's a pretty good list, Tyler. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think everyone last year kind of forgets that Jokic also won MVP last year. But yeah, you say his numbers this year, they're ridiculous. You can't argue with his numbers. But this year he's proving that last year wasn't a fluke. Like he, he could be the best player in the NBA. Um, if you pick any of these guys for your MVP, I, I wouldn't disagree with uh, any uh, any of the picks. Um, I'm going Giannis, though, at my number one because 27 points, 6 rebounds, and 11 – or 6 assists and 11 rebounds. Uh, just he, It's Giannis. Like, he cannot be stopped. Um, the Bucks have played really well over the last month, and he, he just cannot be stopped. Like, you cannot guard him at all. I don't think anyone can guard him in a playoff series in the East other than maybe the Nets if they put KD on him. But I don't think anyone can stop him. I think the Bucks are my pick to go back to the finals. But we can talk about that on a different podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm picking Giannis at one. And then KD at number two. He's the highest scorer in the NBA. He's averaging six six assists and seven rebounds, which is really good numbers for him. But again, he can't be stopped. And same with Embiid. He can't be stopped either. So I don't think... I think all of these guys on this list are... Um, are unguardable like you can't you can't put anyone on them but I want to ask you a question Theo Steph Curry at number five I think I put him there just because of his recent play but do you think he can get back to the number one spot as he was uh like a month ago um yeah definitely I um it's just because his shooting is off right now if he he has a higher field goal percentage from threes I definitely think that he can get back up there to number one um Curry He's definitely like a high, a high, um, like a high, just level player. So, I think he can definitely exceed his standards right now by scoring, um, by scoring more than twenty six points per game. I definitely think that he can score more than twenty six points per game if he gets his shooting right again. And when he got his shooting right, he was all over Instagram, and he, he and he just had all these crazy highlights, but. Ever since that, ever since he broke that three point record, he's just gone downhill. So, I think this is just a little, um, a little like bounce. I think they can bounce back from this. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are our picks for MVP. I think some honorable mentions would be, uh, John Morant, Demar Derozan, uh, maybe Luka Doncic by his numbers, but his team isn't that good enough. I, I isn't good enough. I wouldn't put him at. at, at in the MVP conversation just yet. I mean, maybe he can, maybe the Mavericks will pick it up and then he'll be in the conversation again. But I think this is a pretty good five. I think every, anyone who will pick, who picks the MVP uh, has is picking one of these five. So yeah, those are our picks for MVP of the league midway through. All right, that is the end, end of the pod. Hope you like, hope you like the takes today. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Theo, thanks for joining us. Uh, hope to have you back soon. Yeah, I'll be back. Thank you for having me, Tyler. All right, uh, tune in uh, for the next pod, which will probably come out on Monday after the divisional round of the NFL. So thanks for listening, and hope to see you again.